Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Empowering Voices. Are you curious to know who's my guest for today? Jump in and listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Empowering Voices. And today, our special guest is Emma. Hello, Emma. How Hi. are you today? I am very good. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Yeah, we are very honored to have you. Um, as you all know, we always start with some uh, powerful words, uh, our episodes. And today's words are uh, no matter what, uh, that you can see on one of my t-shirts that you don't forget you can always find it on my website and we can start from here to know better what Emma does and who she is so tell me a bit no matter what if it resonates with you and why so I think that phrase resonated with me because um I feel like I've always had a vision for my business, but maybe not in a kind of, you know, conventional, write a big detailed business plan. I've just had this vision and this belief that no matter what, we'll get there and, yeah. and we'll make it happen and we'll do what feels right. And, and I'm not saying that I haven't done business plans and, you know, done strategy and, and, spreadsheets and necessary (laughs) you know but but that's never been the driving force I've had an inspiration for the business and my kind of experiences that when I stay true to that and when I really tune into it that's that's when amazing things happen that's when we get that's when we make our, our biggest impacts that's when things that were not only do we achieve what we set out to achieve, but bigger and more incredible things happen that we never even predicted. Yeah. Um, so that that's why that phrase really resonated with me. And I think particularly um, over COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we, I run Shared Harmonies, which is yeah, a yeah. singing for wellbeing company. And um, there are two kind of distinct sides to the business um, because we're a social enterprise. So we do corporate workshops um, around leadership, around organizational development, around well-being and team building, all delivered through inspirational singing. Yeah, this and, is a, a really interesting part. It's not just the usual um, uh, support and motivation and leadership um, uh, business, but it's through singing and it's I'm very curious to know how it works I would be um do you find people are a bit intimidated or um I would be but I also know that it would feel so liberating to do it so tell us more absolutely absolutely that that that's a really good reflection so um it's it's it can be very difficult to sell the idea to people just in 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 trying to explain it um but when people experience it it's it's very very experiential and that's where you get the big shifts and actually we find often that the people that have been most nervous or most apprehensive about joining in or most skeptical 
actually kind of have the biggest um, revelations, yeah. the biggest yeah. breakthroughs, and actually kind of are our biggest advocates at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Often, um, when we go into businesses, um, a number of the people that are involved in the workshop don't know that we're going to sing. That kind of gets revealed at the time. So they just know they're there for a team away day or for a leadership workshop or whatever. Um, and I kind of reveal that in the space and and make it feel safe. So, I, you know, I, there are a number of things that I bring into that space to make it feel OK for people, even those that are a little bit nervous. Um, and we never kind of get people to sing on their own. It's all it's all done in groups. But we actually use the experience of the of the singing workshop to then reflect back on whatever the theme of that session is. So we get people to if you know, if people are there for a leadership workshop we use that experience to get people to reflect back on leadership theory so how and leadership practice so were you out of your comfort zone when I said we were going to sing mm -hmm. um how often as a leader do you ask your team members to do something that might be out of their comfort zone what did that feel like for you what things did I put in place that made you feel safe and made that experience feel okay mm -hmm what can you then do in your leadership role to do the same for your staff? And that's just, that's just one number. You know, we, we use it to reflect on lots of different things around. It, so you know, the singing is in reality, the beginning of the workshop. Yeah. It's, uh, to give the, the experience, the strong impact in experience before you say, okay, did you see what happened? Exactly. Now let's see how we apply it. Exactly. And the, and the, the reality is that so often when we are trying to change behavior or get new realizations and we're trying to absorb it just by presentations or from a book, it, it has its place. That's all great. But often we struggle to get out of our own perspective. Yeah. So everything we read, everything we hear, we are still doing it from the lens that we are currently seeing everything through. So actually getting somebody to experience something physically, emotionally, mentally, something that takes them from the current space that they're in into a different space, it can make it easier to absorb um, those different theories, yeah. those different beliefs, those different ideas, and can actually enable somebody to, um, yeah, to kind of, to make realizations and make connections that they wouldn't have otherwise been able to do. Yeah. So it's incredibly powerful. You know, we, we, we get incredibly powerful feedback that people when I first go in and say right I know you thought you were here to do a leadership workshop but we're going to sing and they're like what has that what? With the leadership? <laughs> um like at the end of it like you know we I mean we've had we've had amazing comments you know like people saying best leadership workshop I've done in like my 30 years of business and you know people saying things like I've learned things about my colleagues that I've worked with for 40 years and I've yeah. just seen them in a different light today and that's been a, an absolute revelation and you know, so, also, so I think it plays a, a lot also the fact that uh, when you are in a group uh, with something so concrete like singing, uh, you see the humanity, I mean, the person, Absolutely. not the colleague, not the, the boss and uh, or whatever. I mean, there are no barriers. We are all the same Absolutely. and that helps. And that, that again, you know, that's a really perfect reflection. That is exactly what happens. So it doesn't matter if it's the CEO or the yeah. person that, that tidies the office or, it, you know, often in big businesses, 
where you've got very separate teams that often don't interact, they tend to get very... um, almost kind of institutionalized in their own little bit you know they the engineers believe that you know without them you know there wouldn't yeah. be a product and how you know and and the sales team are like oh engineers you know we're just gonna yeah. go out and you know we're we're the stars of the show and I uh, know I'm I'm really para- you know paraphrasing it's, that's very tongue-in-cheek um but it's actually an opportunity for people to come together forget those job titles for a moment forget those roles it's a real leveler everybody is doing this experience and also it helps people understand that their that their role their part is beautiful and vital but so is everybody else's Mm -hmm. and that when we combine things when we combine those efforts we create something that is so much more incredible than the sum of its parts and that as a business that is what we want our customers and our stakeholders to see that end product Mm -hmm. and if we are all connected in that end vision rather than just what our little bit is if we can keep tuned into that that's amazing. That's that's when incredible things happen. And that's when people externally, as well as internally, really start to buy into that that kind of magic that's created in that moment. Yeah, the magic. I really like that you use this word because it's really the magic happening. It is. It, it's, it was there the whole time, right? But uh, through your workshop, you take it out and everyone Absolutely. can see it. Yeah, and, and, and people connect on that human level. And I think that is really important. Yeah. So often now, you know, even prior to COVID, there were so many frightening statistics about how lonely many people were and, and how yeah. disconnected they felt um, from, from neighbours, you know, because we often people don't talk to the neighbours anymore. They leave the house really early. They get back late. Yeah. They go to work. They walk past people. They don't say hello. They email somebody, rather, you know, that sat next to them rather than turning around. Yeah, and I was shocked. Them. I remember many years ago working in an advertising agency here in London. It was one of my first experiences in London. And literally my colleague next to me, I didn't even, I mean, I knew the name just because she sent me emails. Exactly. We never talked to each other. I was, oh, wait a second. This is a person. It's so frightening. And, and, And I think that makes people disengaged from their, from their own role, their own purpose. You know, I'm a big I'm a big believer. I think there are three vital forms of connection in, in, in life and they apply to business too. So I think we need to be connected to our own sense of purpose and our own sense of vision and, our, and, you know, and who we are, our authentic self. And I think we need to be connected to other people and see, you know, and, and get things from that connection, you know, that can help that can help shine a light on who we are. It can help with our personal reflection, but it's also, we need that. Whereas human beings, you know, we are hardwired to need that connection with others. And then we need a sense of being connected, all of us universally to something bigger. And I think that applies in business as well. So in business, we need to be, we deeply need to understand what our purpose is in that business. We need to feel that that's validated and rewarded. We need to understand what our part is but we need to see that as part of a connection to other people as well. So how does my role connect to that person's role? Mm-hmm. We need to be able to work collaborative, collaboratively with them. 
We need to be able to ask for help when we struggled with something and not feel like that's a fault or a failing, you know, so that teamwork element is vital. And then we need to see how that all connects to the bigger vision and purpose of the business. And I think sometimes we get so entrenched into very individualistic styles of working um, very kind of, um, you know, businesses are very siloed, you know, like I said, the different teams or the different departments. And, and I think people, a, a workshop like, you know, like mine just helps break down some of those barriers again. And again, enable people to see people as humans, find their own level of, of, of skill and talent, see that of their of their colleagues understand that it's okay to ask for help and and be a be vulnerable and 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 build each other up and then together collectively we create something amazing and so we just we demonstrate that in practice and then allow them to reflect on what that means in their journey Mm. so it's it's really powerful yeah it's it's beautiful do you have a a big team uh, working with you uh do you deliver the workshop personally so my my background is um i've got a really mixed background um in facilitation and training um and and strategic work so i tend to do um most of our corporate work um workshops and then i've got a team of incredible people um who do a lot of the community work so we're a social enterprise so any of the profits that we generate from, from that corporate work I was talking about get reinvested into the community arm of the project. Wow. And, in, and in that arm, we concentrate predominantly again um, in where people might not choose to sing or might have a, a fear about getting involved in singing, but who would get maximum benefit. So there's a lot of research now about the applications of, of singing as a methodology to help different long-term health conditions. And that's where we focus our, our efforts. So we work with people who've experienced cancer. We work with people who are living with um, dementia or Parkinson's or a oh, long-term wow. respiratory condition. Mm-hmm. We support people who are struggling around mental health. Um, but uh, there it's more a one-to-one uh, kind no, of it's in group sessions again ah. so big groups bringing people together who've all got a common health issue um, and again using the methodologies around singing and around group work to kind of um, bring people together and help them um, better kind of be aware oh, of, of yeah. tools and things that might help them um, and get that peer support you know that's really important it's 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 fantastic for people who you know have got a respiratory condition and the singing might make them cough and that's okay because it's making everybody else cough as well and that's that's okay and the yeah. cough is a good thing because it's releasing things that need yeah. to be but they don't feel out of place because everybody yeah. understands because they're experiencing the same yeah. thing um so yeah so we reinvest all the the profits in, into that um, and again, you know, just incredible, incredible impacts that we get from people in that community setting as well. Yeah, um, yeah it sounds crazy. amazing. Um, I have goosebumps, really, because it must be if for in a corporate world, it's liberating. Imagine someone who really wants to connect and see other people understanding what they are going through and feel that there's help absolutely and again this is another reason why the why that phrase really resonated with me because 
I think often people with um, a long living with a long-term condition often feel quite isolated things that things are difficult sometimes people don't know how to respond to them sometimes they might physically or mentally find it difficult to engage in something and our whole ethos is around accessibility making starting from where people are at and helping them engage and supporting them to get to the place where they want to get to so that is our ethos no matter what you know so at the at the beginning of of lockdown you know our business was all based on bringing people together physically and seeing things that were just not allowed in in covid so we lost all our you know a lot of our corporate work we moved some of it online but what we so what we got really focused on was um i knew that a lot of our participants community participants had been isolated prior to covid so many people would say that our group was one of the only things they came to in a week you know oh wow and um so they was even really, more needed and more important. absolutely they were the first people to be locked down because they were yeah. in an at-risk group yeah. they were the ones that were going to be released the latest and we would i was absolutely determined that no matter what i would find ways of keeping people connected and uplifted and I would open up our services to anybody else that needed it, anybody else that feel, felt like they needed a burst of positivity or a bit of connection with people. And so that's what we did. And we had, I had no idea how I was going to do it. I just had that determination and that vision. Yeah. And as I say, this incredible team of people, um, some of my team were actually quite new to Shared Harmonies at the time, um, but the experiences really brought us together. Um, and we've done, you know, we've done amazing things in the last 18 months. So we've done, we connected through people through Facebook Lives. We used Zoom choirs and um, we did sing-along DVDs for our um, participants who um, were living with dementia and maybe couldn't access other technology in the same yeah. way. And we did collaborative um, things. So we um, set out to do a new composition of a new song and... Oh on the theme of connection and our aim again was to get people connected no matter what so if you didn't want to use social media you we could connect to us through email if you didn't want to sing a a bit of the song you could contribute a lyric or you could send in a piece of artwork inspired by it we worked with activity coordinators in residential care homes so that they could work with their residents to do things wow major work if you I mean behind the scenes it was major what you were doing to deliver well-being and connection to people it it was but incredibly again I come back to that thing of when when I'm tuning in to that intuition and that vision it is a lot of work but it feels right and it feels easy and it just flows you know all looking back we did you know there was a lot of work going on behind the scenes but it just flowed you know and and we got radio interviews and we got you know things in newspapers and we ended up connecting over 300 people across the country from ages three to 92 um it it was it was amazing and we've got this beautiful song that's all about connection and why it's important and and people felt so proud and we, you know, we won awards and, um, you know, I, 
got nominated for um and won a prime minister's award for oh congratulations thank you well you know all things we again we never set out to do but it was just that vision that determination that belief that it was the right thing to do that we that and that we had a gift that we could give people you know we had an ability that through our services through our creativity through our inspiration we had a means to help people stay connected at a time that people were finding really really tough um and so that that was our driving force you know and it was it it's I'm not going to say that the lockdown hasn't been hard for our participants because it has it's been really tough for everybody and it's been hard for our team it's been hard for me personally you know I think it has for everybody hasn't it on different levels but those little touch points that we created those little moments of joy and happiness and connect you know it's it's been amazing yeah I think during the pandemic because we we all started noticing also uh, smaller things when you achieve something, you feel it, you as a business owner, but the other people, uh, they feel it even more because they feel, uh, as you said, that you work with people who easily can be more isolated already because they live a certain condition, but uh, also because uh, maybe someone uh, lived alone and or uh, had to be isolated before everyone else. I mean, the sense of community, as you said, we are human and we need to socialize. There's no uh, doubt on that. We can say, yeah, I live, I, I'm okay alone. Yes, but at some point you have to interact. Otherwise, I mean, you don't cope anymore. You Absolutely. are in your corner and your mental uh, health is gone. Absolutely. And you mentioned my team earlier, you know, as I said, some of my team were quite new to the organisation before lockdown. In fact, we'd had our first full team meeting in February before we went into lockdown in (laughs) in the March. But they've been amazing. And I've, um, you know, they've kept me going as well. And in return, I, you know, I've led a business that's given them work opportunities when other work that they were involved in um, had closed down that my team are predominantly freelancers so they're mm-hmm. involved in lots of other incredible projects that they do you know that are not not part of my business and um, they're very very talented um but a lot of you know a lot of their work disappeared because yeah, were a lot of creative industries shut down yeah um and we found ways to keep it going i found ways to keep it going and we and i made it very okay to say I'm struggling today and you know it was like we've got a team so if you're due to do something and you're struggling a little bit today tell me and somebody else in the team might be having a good day and they'll step in right and we'll just support each other and we'll keep this going so it was really important to me to keep well-being as a focus not just for the participants that we were yeah for the team team first of all otherwise how can you deliver it right if you don't do it on your own absolutely Um, and you know, again, I'm I feel so privileged to work with such an incredible, talented group of of people, and we you know we're looking to kind of um, expand again over over the next year um, and kind of you know grow that team. Reach, slightly. Yeah, that's amazing. It's really amazing what you do, and fortunately, we have technology. It helped for sure in this period. And now that we are going back to to a new normal, 
you will adapt, of course, and um, it's really incredible. Uh, and it's all uh, with the power of singing. But again, if you you must be a strong leader to to have all this working, because as you said, people see you as a reference. So it's so important. I really liked what you said, that you made it normal to say, I'm not okay today, because uh, everyone feels more at ease. And, and normally, if you have a passion and uh, it, it drives you, your motivation, so you can have a down moment as well. We cannot believe that everything goes well because all this work behind the scenes cannot be always smooth. Uh, that's a story that we tell ourselves. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, I, you know, I know a lot of your listeners are kind of entrepreneurs and I think um, I've spoken to other people in the past about this and there is this um, perception in the world of entrepreneurship that it's it's easy you know we have an idea and we we yeah. set up this passion and we go ahead yeah, and, and, it's it. on. <laughs> and it, that is that is so not the reality you know yeah. that is that is so not the reality I mean I I set this business up in 2013 absolute passion heart-led business but I'm also a single parent um you know in that time there has been severe illness in my family there's been relationship breakups there's been bereavement there has been just trying to manage a business and raise a child you know yeah. and and raise you know run a business that isn't bringing in money in the first you know bit yeah because, at the beginning yeah because yeah, they yeah. don't and yeah. and being the sole provider of 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 everything in the house because I'm a single parent you know balancing all that and there have been you know an entrepreneur's journey is not like that it is literally you know it is like this no. And, and just to tell everyone, it will will always be like that, even when it starts going yeah. much better, of course. Absolutely. But it's all relative, right? So Absolutely. you will be uphill and then down again, and then yeah. uphill again. I mean, it's Absolutely. ups and downs all the time. Although no. I never talk about failure because it doesn't exist. Uh, what I mean is you left success and then learnings and then success Absolutely. and then growth. And growth yeah. is, uh, uh, you get to grow through pain. So we I always have to be there. Absolutely agree. And I think, I think again, we have this idea, don't we, of what well-being is. And again, I think it's the idea that everything will be lovely and we'll be happy all the time. And I, I don't believe that. I believe that what real, I believe that life is full of highs and lows. It is full of life and death. It is full of joy and sadness. That is what life is. Yeah. I believe that real well-being is a place of strength from which we can weather those things that we can accept that that is what is and we have the tools to ride those waves because those waves are not going away right you know there there will be things that come at you that are unexpected I think well-being is the difference between being so consumed by that that the wave kind of takes you under and you don't resurface to being able to ride that wave yeah. and ride and go through goes. not under not about absolutely let's go through yeah. it yeah let's just let's just <laughs> you ride know let's, let's go with it let's go yeah. with that flow yeah. and understand what your tools and techniques are to cope with that so 
you know, I've put an awful lot of things in place over the last few years to help me balance my energy mm-hmm. so that I can then be where I need to be in the right ways. But I am not, I'm not past asking for help when I need it. You know, there are times yeah. when there were a couple of times during COVID, you know, I was trying to cope with a, a teenager who did not want to be locked down. You know, that that was quite yeah. difficult. I have a 12 year old, but uh, yeah, we are there. And, and, you know, there were times when actually I, not many, thankfully, but there were times I had to go to my team and say, actually, can anybody cover this, this session for me that I was due to run? Because I've got something else that needs my attention right now. Yeah. Um, and I actually think doing that, I think sometimes as a leader, it, it can feel really difficult to do that, right? Because you feel like you've got to be the one that's got it all together. Yeah, the example, the perfect example. But I actually think it is setting a a good example to show that we are all human and we are all vulnerable and that I have it together. I have, I, I can, I can hold that space and still be vulnerable. So I can say I need help right now, but I also have a plan of what I'm the one that holds the plan that when somebody's struggling, myself included, somebody else can step in right so it doesn't all fall apart so it's again it's that it's that balance but you know I I do all sorts of things in my life to kind of keep keep me balanced and keep me able to be that that leader you know I do yeah but I think entrepreneurship is a self-discovery journey so during uh, this journey you you find out ways to keep afloat ways to enjoy better uh, ways everything for your well-being of course uh, as you said uh, uh, the um, capacity to uh, face the down the down moments also the the ability to celebrate the good ones absolutely no one tells you at the beginning of your journey but it's so amazing and important even the smallest of the things you have to celebrate because because when you work for yourself um you don't you know as I said earlier in business one of the things is you need to be validated right we all need yeah. to be validated we all need somebody um, saying well done times time saying yeah you did really yeah. well there that was amazing yeah. and it's really difficult to get that as a sole entrepreneur yeah. um, or as the leader of a business so yeah. you've got to put the things in place to enable you to do that and recognize it so recognizing the achievements of your team if you've got one um fostering a place where it's then okay for you to, to celebrate the fact that you've kind of maybe led some of that or you know you've facilitated the some of that happening or if you're a sole entrepreneur being part of networks of other sole yeah. entrepreneurs so that you can celebrate each other each other's wins and they will celebrate yours maybe having a business coach or somebody who will help you acknowledge that um, your own little processes you know like whatever it is but we do we do need to get better at that I think as um as a culture, we're much more prone to talk about things that have gone wrong or things that are not going well. And I think it's really important in every aspect to switch that on its head, to try and see where there are positives, to try and, you know, celebrate the wins, celebrate the achievements. Yeah. And look back um, a bit more often because I'm sure, um, I mean, if I look back at two years ago, I've achieved things that I would never even considered possible and that's amazing in itself so it it needs a help to go 
uh, and, and keep the motivation, as you said, because you need to have the vision, but also the recognition of what you already Absolutely. did. Absolutely. There yeah. are the two forces uh, to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, I always ask my guests if there's a word or, uh, again, an affirmation that can be a bit the support of your why of your mission. Apart of the no matter what, of course, that we discussed already. Yeah, I love that. It really, it really did. Um, it really did resonate. I think. I think there is there are kind of three separate words that often um, often sit in my kind of awareness at all times. Um, harmony is a word that often comes back, both in terms of kind of musical harmony, but also trying to get that kind of harmony within my work, within um, within my home life, within my own sense of well being. You know, to me, that is you know, that that's the place that I'm striving to be. Um, and then the word that kind of comes with that is balance. Yeah. It's trying to find that balance between the good times and the hard times, the, the things that, um, the times that you can, you really need to ex, uh, exceed in energy and push energy forwards and the times when you need to kind of regroup and take that back. So constantly kind of striving for that balance. And the biggest, the one of the biggest words for me in, in my existence and one of the things that I talk about a lot and the thing that drives me in everything that I do is connection, mm -hmm. you know, is that we, that, that on those three levels that I just talked about, you know, being, being connected to yourself, enabling, I've been on a, you know, a big journey about sharing my authentic voice. I've facilitated other people to do that for years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, and I'm, and I'm a big fan of that and helping people literally find their voice, you know, refine their singing voice after years of being told they can't sing or, you know, using music as a way to help people tell a story or to communicate a message. You know, we worked with um, a group of young carers um, to, 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 create a song to musically tell other people and service providers what it feels like to be a young carer you know so we do things that are about helping people find voice but sharing my voice authentically has been a big journey for me over the last few years you know I'm a couple of years ago I would never have done a podcast like this I wouldn't <laughs> have written what I think or believe yeah. um well, it's very important because uh, it's where the connection happens yeah. when people can identify in your story and in what you are saying. And it's a huge help. It can be um, motivation. It can be hope. It can be all sorts of positive feelings to listen to someone who has been there, has done that and, and feels uh, whatever are the ideas you are expressing. So connection, connection, connection to self, connection to others, connection to whatever is bigger than all of us um, in whatever way, you know, people express that, people believe in that in different ways. But I think, yeah, connection is huge for me. So um, connection, yeah, harmony and balance. Yeah, lovely. Amazing. So thanks a lot. I really enjoyed this conversation and I, I already told you I love what you do and let's spread word with what you do because we really need uh, nice ways to 
to connect and to express ourselves Absolutely. and reach in the corporate world even more success. Um, I just want to remind everyone that uh, the contacts uh, for to reach out to Emma are in the post, in my bio, on my website and on the podcast. So uh, easy to reach out when you want. Um, I leave you now and uh, speak to you soon. Thanks again, Emma. Thank Bye. you for having me. Bye.